This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember to check us out, ladies and gentlemen. You can catch repeats of our program 10 p.m. Eastern Time on AMI-audio and on AMI-tv. On AMI-tv at 1 a.m. in the morning and on AMI-audio again, 6 a.m. in the morning versus our live edition right here at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on AMI-tv. Folks, Ramya and I absolutely love to get into talking about different opportunities when it comes to dance, theater, and so many of the arts out there. Native Earth Performing Arts presents the 36th, uh, this is the 36th annual edition of Wasajachuk. This is Begins to Dance, and this is from November 6th to the 19th, both in person, and you can catch this as uh, parts of it online as well. We'll find out details on that. This, of course, features uh, contemporary and Indigenous music, dance, spoken word, and even accessibility programming. Thank you very much. We welcome back to the show artistic director Joelle Peters to join us, who's going to be chatting with us about what we can expect. Uh, thanks a lot for being with us, Joel. But I, I first want to play a little sound up for people here, so they then we'll discuss it. Uh, welcome back, first of all. I appreciate you t- taking time to be with us on the show. And let's tease everybody here as we play something from We Treaty People. What does it mean to live together? On this land? In In this this place? place? Burnt Thicket Theatre presents We We Treaty People. People. Audio dramas exploring what it means to embrace all our relations. heard so many wonderful things said about this event, um, what it means and the opportunities given. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. So let's get into right off the top. uh, Tell us a little bit about what you do and also about the festival. For sure. Um, What don't I do? (laughs) (laughs) I knew that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's the life of an artist, right? It's just uh, always finding new new ways to... um, re reinvent yourself uh learn more about other parts of the arts and so yeah i i tell people i'm primarily an actor i'm also a playwright i i'm a director and now i'm an artistic director of one of the largest indigenous theater companies across the country Impressive. And we want to know everything that's going on because there's so much uh, to be experienced at this festival. Do you mind just kind of, we're going to go through some specifics in a second, but do you mind just hashing out what exactly is being highlighted at this festival this year? I like to say that the festival is really a showcase of Indigenous excellence. So there's there's um, more of the traditional theatre, there's dance, there's music. 
there is comedy and yeah we we're really um really just trying to showcase works in development like that's all that the festival is it's really um a seed so that people can bring their initial ideas depending on like it doesn't matter how far along they are in their mm -hmm. development we just we want to give them space and time to say work with a mentor work on uh, rewrites work on a new idea entirely maybe they've come in with one idea and then decided in their rehearsals I don't want to talk about that. So it's it's really an exciting ground level that audiences can see into new Indigenous contemporary work. It's mm -hmm. exciting. And what an opportunity to workshop. Wow. Exactly. And Absolutely. because it's kind of everything and anything, it, it, we can get into all kinds of stuff. Uh, let's listen to and watch something that was um, sent to us. And this is on the Roseneath Theatre. So we'll find out what that is and then we'll talk to you about it. Mischief is often the charge that will be laid following an act of vandalism. As defined by Canadian law enforcement, is a criminal offence that refers to the willful or reckless destruction of property or another person's property. I was only trying to do what is best for my people, for my brothers and sisters, for my ancestors looking after me. A crossing guard reported visibly seeing you pull out a mini chainsaw from your backpack. I was visiting a friend of mine in the city that day. The station is right across from the park. Edward Cornwallis Park, where the statue stands bigger than anything else. A shiny statue of a man who caused unbearable harm and pain to our people, and it's hard to forget. The man in the statue, the man in the park, the one who was named the founder of Halifax, granted permission to any citizen to capture and kill any Mi'kmaq Indian in sight. It would be better to root out the Mi'kmaq out of the peninsula decisively and forever. He said that, a leader. I'm not the bad guy here, Miss Stevens. Believe me, I'm just doing my job. I can't control the ancestors, Miss. They'll come back when they want to. Well, that was incredibly powerful. Um, do you mind telling us a bit more context on this? Yeah, so that is one of the pieces that you'll get to see in person at the festival. And as you can see, it's already had a bit of a, a Zoom um, presentation. Mm -hmm. This is kind of new for this year. It's not something that we always explore, but um, what we're doing this year is having a, a dedicated TYA or Theatre for Young Audiences evening. So I think, at least myself as a as a leader, I'd like to also start looking at more young audience work, just because the the youth are our future as well, and and indigenous culture, we we often talk about that. So I I feel like yeah, there's definitely room for it. There's playwrights exploring that work, like Lisa Nason, and um, we're just so excited to highlight it. There's a lot meant to be, um, I guess, discussed or sure. brought to light through a lot of this art form. And I think that, you know, just a snippet of what we heard right now is very, very uh, indicative of that. Um, and we're ready for it, right? The young people are definitely 
saying, hey, you know, if we had opportunities, it's a different time. And so many people have those questions as to where do I go from here? What do I do? And they're, they may be in, in elementary school, they may be in a high school and just need the resources. But you guys are doing that all over the place. I mean, uh, for example, tell us a little bit about the accessibility in Indigenous creation and performance panel that you've got going on and what that will bring. Yeah, so we're doing a couple of accessibility things for the festival. We're trying new new things. We're trying to be as inclusive as we can because it's important. And I think especially over the past couple of years with, with Zoom readings and, and thinking about like even captioning for um, presentations, it's it's possible and it's time that we start being more inclusive and accessible. So what we're doing is on, oh gosh, I should have the date with me. <laughs> It's a it's essentially a relaxed performance on Thursday, November. I would like to say that's the it's the 16th. Can confirm <laughs> uh, on the 16th. We're doing a bit of a relaxed performance so people can see a bit of how um, presentations in person can be more inclusive, whether that's maybe adjusting the sound or the lighting levels or just letting people know what to expect in advance. Maybe it's um being able to access the space in advance too. Sometimes that's um, things I've seen with relaxed performances. And we're also going to have a panel like you, you mentioned with a couple of folks in the Indigenous community that work directly in making things more accessible. So we're, we've got uh, moderation by Desiree Leverens and we're talking with Yolanda Bennell. Uh, Janice Mayers and Brian Solomon, all of who really, yeah, they they all care so deeply about making things more accessible for everyone. So I think it's going to be a really great conversation. Love it. Where, great. where does the networking come in um, in terms of finding artists or uh, connecting artists with you know different creatives with each other? Uh, just putting this whole festival together, the outreach. Can you talk a little bit about? how much is put into that or some of the systems that are in place to make sure that this festival gets the the clout that it does and that people are aware of what happens and not just people who know about it every year or every time it comes around but newer uh, talent definitely i think part of it for me has been really helpful that i'm also an artist in the community mm -hmm. i've worked with native earth in different capacities for the past seven seven years and so I've I've really gotten to know who's out there who how do you find people I've talked to previous leadership about um you know folks who are kind of doing similar things as me and so some of it is just people who are regularly in our network and and who really regularly support Native Earth but also I'm interested in finding yeah like those new people so sometimes it's going to see theater in the in the city and just keep keeping an eye keeping an ear on like who who's out there who has just graduated from a program or going to community events uh community theater like who who maybe is taking a different route and and is just really interested in performance and telling stories mm -hmm. traditional storytelling as well that's another thing we're looking at this year so it, there's a few different ways but I, sure. I really tried my best to just keep an ear to the ground. Yeah. What's going on? 
And I'm sure, too, you... part of that is figuring out the kinds of art or fusion or conversations that people are bringing up just from the forms of art that they decide to bring to the table, right? Like you mentioned traditional storytelling, but also there are all these contemporary ways of uh, you know, art mediums that are coming up that involve a little bit more fleshing out and talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, we we don't really censor what our artists are talking about. We're really just providing that space for them to figure it out as they go. We're giving them space and, and um, time with a mentor to have those conversations. And they're also getting time with other actors. So it, right. it's really... Yeah a special time and i i honestly like think it's my favorite festival of the year mm. well it's amazing because when you hear people talk about it you know you kind of get as an outsider you come see stuff maybe and you, you hear people speak of or those testimonials but those feedback from the artist what what kinds of things that you've been told that you know this is really making the difference not just out there in community but for these individuals yeah i i think i can speak to that even firsthand that there's a play that previous Native Earth leadership had programmed that I wrote, and we we had it as part of our season earlier this year. So it, it started with the festival. It started with other programming that we at Native Earth do um, through our Animaki Creators Unit unit, and and so all around Native Earth is just trying to uplift Indigenous artists' work. Wow. It doesn't really matter what it is we're just trying our best to be there for people because it hasn't always been that way there we no. really have to like be there for each other yeah. and i love the accessibility and everything component yes. because there is so much there i love the fact that people that you're so open because that's what we need if we want to catch it online or come in person where can we get all that information joelle you can head over to our website. We're going to be updating it as we go along. It's nativeearth.ca. We are also on Instagram, Native Earth Performing Arts. And you can find us on Facebook, Native Earth Performing Arts. Always have fun with you guys. It's such an amazing festival. Uh, we'll, you know, People, I'm sure, out there will check it out. Good luck this year, Joelle. Thank you so much. That was Artistic Director Joelle Peters introducing us to the uh, 36th edition of Wisagichuk begins to dance returning this november from the 6th to the 19th we will step aside for a couple of moments and when we return we speak to writer amelia tuanski about a new documentary series ukrainian mothers and uh and the children of war that's what this is all about we'll find out sounds tremendous effort here stay tuned it's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Ramya return in a minute. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. <laughs> 